live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. Yes, your ears do not deceive you. Uh, I am Brian Buckley, and um, uh, yeah, this is being recorded on August 6, 2019. If you're new to the show, because you got to strike when the iron's hot. I had a successful tweet, and I haven't done a podcast in uh, a month, which is probably the longest sounds technical error in the history of this podcast, gap, I should say. But you strike when the iron's hot, and you have a successful tweet, you go. You be a whore, you prostitute yourself, and I'm doing just that. Listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, blah, 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 all those other shitty places. And follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So I'll get to my absence and how you should throw, uh, you know, tomatoes and lettuce and all that at me as if it were some sort of uh, play in the 1920s in the Lower East Side of New York. But let's get to this tweet, huh? I mean, this tweet, <laughs> I hate to pat myself on the back, but... So we, we, I've talked about this, um, the Clint Frazier sycophant fan club, which whatever, this is, this is the, let me, let me start with a little history for anyone who's new. And if, uh, you know, you're, you're listening to the podcast, I think you've heard me repeat a few things throughout the years. So Clint Frazier, I didn't like him. I didn't like, he wasn't a Yankee. All right. I put on my old man hat. I said, get off my fucking lawn. And I said, I hate, I, I don't like this guy. I don't like the way he plays. Maybe not the way he plays, but the way he presents himself, it's unYankee. Like, would Lou Gehrig do that? What would Uncle Otto say about the way Clint Frazier plays the game of baseball? I don't think so. So, you know, you get to see him play here. He's got a little cocky attitude, but it comes down to it. He's really not that bad. You know, he's just, he's he's an immature jackass is what he is. And he doesn't seem to understand the error of his ways. Now, maybe this garbage would play in the California Penal League or something, but not with the New York Yankees. So what ends up happening for me personally is I end up disliking the aura of Clint Frazier, the legend, the the just the the spectacle of Clint Frazier because of the sycophant fan club that worships him and anything he does. Now I know we all joked about Mike Talkman, all right? Mike Talkman, uh, he wears the Letterman jacket. He puts his pants on one leg at a time. He he helps old women cross the street. He was the lone Eagle Scout in the town he was in. I mean, he's the perfect little boy. And uh, I'm sure he's probably went to, to church every Sunday. But Brian, we get it. I got to see where Mike Talkman's from. He's got to be from like the Midwest or something because I could see him doing something with barrels of hay and whatnot and just doing it and not even caring, being like selfless about it. Uh, let's see here. Where is it? I have not looked this up, but he, he's got to be. Yes. <laughs> Yes! Palatine, Illinois. Uh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Oh, Christ. He doesn't have a very big Wikipedia, so let's read it right now. Talking about time at William uh, Ferned High School in Palatine, Illinois, where he played baseball. He was also the quarterback for the football team. He led a second cat. Let's learn how to read. Just had a few sips of beer. We're, we're going we're going highbrow here today. We got a little Pacifico tall boy. And I don't mean tall boy with their nineteen ounce little dainty little things. I mean the two the two the two beer and one, you know, the twelve dollars outside of Yankee Stadium at the, the store. Uh let's see. He led a second half comeback against future NFL quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo in a Bradley Universe no, in a game during his senior year. He enrolled at Bradley University and played college baseball for the Bradley Braves. His senior year he won okay, it, it stopped being interesting about seven seconds ago. But the guy's, he, he, he was kind of a joke in the beginning, and he's come back on the second tour about uh, <laughs> the, 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 the tour that the fans all wanted again, Mike Talkman 2.0, and he's dominating. His OPS is higher than Clint Frazier, and he can actually field. And I know, there's no dramatics, there's no cool cleats, there's no Instagram posts. I know, I know, he's not as interesting in Clint Frazier. Oh, did I mention Clint Frazier has red hair? <laughs> I mean, come on, Red Thunder, am I right? And these people worship him. As if the problem with, with, with the New York Yankees is hitting. Can Clint Frazier pitch? 
anytime anyone is hurt, it, it, it could be uh, Tanaka's uh, lost his arm in a, in a cab accident, like he's Dewan or Sanchez. Oh, uh, yeah. C- can we bring Clint Frazier up finally now? I mean, come on. What are we waiting for? People, get a life. Clint Frazier is not your friend. You don't know him. You're, you're, you're going to go to baseball, sports, heaven, fan, heaven, regardless if Clint Frazier plays. So I, I think you've established your point, Brian. Get to it. The tweet. So I said. Mike Talkman will take your daughter out and bring her home early while she wears his promise ring. Clint Frazier will peel out of his driveway in his Corvette and get her addicted to meth. You decide. I mean, I don't think anyone... Can anyone write it as good as... Jack London? Nice try. (laughs) Yeah, right. Walt Women? No, no. Heavenly David? All of them. No, none of them. So, a lot of people, you're going to be very disappointed by following my account, too, by the way. Uh, But I got like 150 followers out of that. You ever think about the name of Twitter? I have followers. Like I'm David Koresh or something. I have followers. So I figured, you know what? That inspired me. The legendary uh, Larry Soprano uh, Twitter user told me, say, hey, why don't you celebrate by uh, actually doing a podcast? And then we said this in private because a lot of this stuff is not meant for the public. And you guys couldn't t- handle it anyways. You couldn't, digel- couldn't divulge. If I divulge it, you wouldn't be able to digest it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and what do I always say, too? Uh, you know, are you worse than uh, Lenny Dykstra? Lenny Dykstra is now following me on Twitter, and he commented on the tweet. Of course, he made it about him. He guy's a moron. I mean, he's the one probably smoking meth. He probably has no... T- I said to him the other day, I said about a few weeks ago, I go, Lenny, do you still have your teeth? I think I had a few drinks, and he liked it. Just like... Anyways. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, the last time I did a podcast, we were talking about the celebration of this great country. And uh, what's the day? Today's the anniversary of uh, Hiroshima, right? You don't. They, they don't seem to celebrate that one at the same uh, same clip as D-Day, do they? I think it's Hiroshima, right? It's 6th and the 9th, or Hiroshima and Nagasaki, I believe, of August. Uh, and I'm just doing this from memory, folks. It was, uh, Hiroshima is a modern city. Yeah, I'm aware of this. Anyways, uh, that's twice now. Let's cool it. Uh, let's see. But like I said, I've been gone since the last one I did was uh, July 10th. So I've had some journeys since then. Went to, uh, yeah, August 6th. So there we go. I was right. I just had to, it could not let it go. Had to be right. So yeah, I was in Puerto Rico on, uh, a few weeks ago. Took the old Spirit Airlines. Now, if you've ever t- taken Spirit Airlines, you usually are one of those people telling everyone else never to take Spirit Airlines. As someone, uh, one of my, somebody that follows me always goes, the rickshaw of the skies. Uh, so we went there and now that I've taken it and I took Frontier to Las Vegas, uh, which I'll get into in a little bit. If you're doing like an hour flight, you know, hour and a half, whatever it may be, I think Spirit and Frontier, that model is completely fine. If you're going to be a lunatic and, uh, you know, take that for a long journey like I did from Sacramento to San Juan, you should be committed. You should be committed with the Clint Frazier Syncophant fan club who, who needs some sort of mental health evaluation because that was awful. Now, I'll say this. The actual plane ride itself was not bad. There were no delays. Um... Now, they, they try to they, – they, they advertise, obviously, as low-cost airlines. And you're like, oh, look at this price. You go to Google Flights. Look, it's just so much more. Oh, I mean, it's so much less. Look at this. To pay for a carry-on, you have to pay for a check bag. You have to pay for your seat if you want a special seat. I did not, so we got, you know, got out of that. 
in the seat itself, they, they act like you're doing me a goddamn favor. They're like, you use car salesmen. Like, like they're, they're giving you stuff that you don't want or it's not as good as the way they're advertising it. They're like, oh, yeah, the seats are already pre-reclined. You're going to love it. No, it was terrible. It was the most uncomfortable flight I've ever taken. It was, you know what it was like? It was like sitting in the, one of those, like, uh, plastic chairs you see at Ikea that would work perfect in a dorm room, but you'd never actually seen them in anyone's dorm room because if you did, it would be un- very uncomfortable to sit on. You'd rather sit on the floor. Those real hard plastic pieces of shit. That's what it was like. Oh, and I thought I was some sort of genius because I was able to play, or I thought I was going to be able to play movies from my phone on Netflix to then connect to downloaded ones, obviously, and connect it to my computer so I could watch it there. That didn't work. But more so, I was, what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way is the tray tables there are about the size of a notebook. So you take your tray table out. You can't even open up a normal laptop computer. It's that small. And no, and nothing is free. I think you might. No, you don't. You know, you have to pay for water. I brought water on. I fell asleep. I think I tried to fall asleep. It was terrible, terrible. But we get to San Juan and uh, a little bit of a problem because the check bag actually cost more. No, excuse me. The carry on cost more than the check bag. So we said, I will do the check bag. We're staying there for longer time, a little over a week. And um, so I'm there in San Juan. And we made two stops along the way, Sacramento, Las Vegas, Tampa, and then San Juan. I'm saying, where? Okay, just wait for the back. People start to go. You, you, you get the idea. No luggage. We don't know. No one knows anything. Everyone's full of shit. And so I end up calling the insurance. We actually got insurance because my wife wasn't feeling well, so I wasn't sure if we were actually going to do this. Thank God I did. And uh, we were able to actually get $100 out of it because they they found the luggage. They sent it to Fort Lauderdale, and uh, we found it a day later. But I'm talking to Spirit beforehand, and boy, they are just pieces of garbage. So I'd call them, and I'd just say, hey, listen, listen. The insurance has helped me out here. They're secondary on this. This is your problem. You're the primary, all right? So what is my compensation here? Like, sir, that's not my department. Don't, don't give me that, sir. That's not my department. This is goddamn luggage here, all right? So tell me what I'm supposed to do. Sir, I can't. Stop calling me sir. I hate that. It's... It, I don't know if that's some sort of like a intellectual, like patronizing thing that they like to do by addressing something. Sir, sir, call me Brian. My name is Brian. Sir, we, we, I, I can't really help you. I can't help you. And I was like, listen, I, I, I'm not. I know I already asked you what you want, what you're going to do for me, but I want you to tell me what you're going to compensate me. I don't know. Forget it. Forget even a dollar amount. Will Spirit compensate me one dollar if my luggage, you know, fell out over the Atlantic Ocean? It's like floating, you know, near Norman K, whatever. You know, it, it, how much will Spirit compensate me? I don't have the answer to that question. Will they? Will they? Will they compensate me a dollar? I don't know. And I said, you are full of crap. This is so unbelievable. Let me speak to your supervisor. And I don't like to be that person. Give me your supervisor. Blah, blah, blah. I'm important. Look, I pull, I pull my pants up to my, my nipples. I mean, that's not me. This guy gives me the same crap. And I was just like, you people are, I, I, I know this might not be your specific expertise. You can't give me one answer to, is it, will you compensate me a dollar full of shit? So that's spirit. But yeah, we, we walked into a revolution there in Puerto Rico. Um, my wife went to a few of the protests. We got there, and I'm disgusting because I've been wearing clothes for a day coming from California. I had no clothes there, and I had no, you know, and, and, and I'm sweaty. I'm tired. It's been over a day. And, uh, you know, everyone's like, let's go to the protest. And I'm just like, uh, I'm disgusting. And I, and I know my in-laws probably looked down upon me as if I was <laughs> ah, imperial imperialist gringo. Doesn't want to go. Shocking. It was also, you know, the... the when people are that passionate and everything in another language, it's difficult. Like, I understand a lot of Spanish, but it, it would have been too much. It would have been too much, so I bowed out, 
And uh, I'm sure I uh, made a major faux pas for the rest of the time. So, but spent some time there, obviously on the water. I did all that, you know, the whole experience, which was great, obviously. But uh, so I'm back here and, uh, you know, I'll get into Las Vegas a little bit later. But let's talk about the New York Yankees for a little bit. Just, just a tiny bit here, huh? So they make no moves. The trade deadline, which is boggles the mind. Um, now, I know they're, they're, they're on this big winning streak and everything. And they're doing fine. I think they're playing right now, which everyone always loves the in-podcast score check because, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the game will still be going on when you hear the podcast, right? And you won't know the final score at all. Uh, it's 0-0, zero, zero, by the way. A zero, zero, there are zeros everywhere. Zero, 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 zero. Decision on surgery looms for void. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we bring up Frazier? Can he play first base? He actually played zero games in my in the minor leagues at first base, so I think he can't play. Actually, he did this. Shut up. Um, but, you know, they're on this winning streak. Everything seems great. Outside of, you know, a few of the injuries here are starting to mount up a little bit. But uh, you know, Stanton, what, what does Stanton even do? Does Stanton, I'm sure Stanton has enough strength and energy to lift every day. But, uh, you know, he can't play baseball, which he's paid for. No one pays you to lift. But uh, what I was going to say, they didn't do any pitching. You know, they didn't do any upgrade. I thought uh, as time is getting close. And listen, there wasn't a plethora of players to choose from. You like that? Plethora of players? It wasn't to choose from. But, you know, I thought they'd maybe go the route of just re-bolstering the bullpen with, like, some strong arms, try to shorten the game. They did nothing. Nada. Like Michael Corleone. <laughs> Godfather 2. Nothing. Uh, no, they actually got some single A player for for like cash or something. Yeah, it was it was a huge deal. I mean, major ramifications for the for, for the franchise. Everyone wants to hold on to prospects too. And listen, I know the Yankees have had some had a, had a run of good prospects lately. You realize a lot of these prospects don't work out. It's like, do Delvey Garcia? We need him. It's like, do we? Excuse me. So that is in the back of my mind. So I mean, you're watching the the, the Yankees do all this, and they are at this moment right now tied for the best record in baseball. So it kind of concerns me when you're, you know, giving up six runs to the Baltimore Orioles, which are barely a major league baseball team. Now, obviously, Mike Talkman saved the day, which he does deal with it. Uh, and uh, again, he, he, he and I was going to say he gives up promise rings to everyone. No, no. That promise ring is a real promise. There's only one of those. And he keeps it in a nice felt little holder. That, that's, that's the way he does it. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I already lost my I, did you ever think you'd ever listen to a podcast where someone talked about Mike Talkman in such a glowing, angelic way? I didn't either, because I didn't think it would be me. Oh, and one more thing with that tweet. I mean, boy, Brian, can you make it more about yourself? Some dumb, stupid tweet that was less than 280 characters. I love all these people that respond to it like like it's an actual conversation. It's like, no, asshole. I decided that I was bored and I was going to type something to make a few people laugh and I, I'm I'm not interested in your terribly slanted opinion on anything. Nor am I. N- nor am I interested in your opinion on this tweet, which was a fucking joke. Do I think Clint Fraser is addict? Getting women addicted to meth? No, I don't. Most likely not. I really don't, though. Probably not. But I'm not interested. Like, here's one. Uh, Jason is coming. Jason, uh, what's his name? Jason Dominguez or Jason Rodriguez with two S's. So Jason is coming. He's, he's the big prospect they signed for, you know, uh, 15 for a gazillion dollars. And we're already, we're already in love with him. Like I see people doing the, the, already looking here at the 2022, uh, opening day lineup and Jason Dominguez, he's going to be a catcher. It's just like you, this kid is (laughs) these fanboys. It's, it's, they're personally hurt 
And then they jock sniffing losers. So here, pretty typical of Yankee fans to say something like this. Oh God, no, he did it to me. Oh, my heart is thumping. They're both on our team and helped us so much to get where we are today. And the fans spit in Clint's face because he came from another organization. Yeah, that's always been my issue because I hate pe- I hate players that are from other organizations. Like D.D. Grace, I can't stand the guy. Oh, God, Luke Voigt makes me want to vomit. Oh, Tanaka, he's not even from this league. Oh, he's from another country. Oh, don't get me angry. Clint's face because he came from another organization and doesn't know better with his way of words. What is he, three years old? He doesn't know better with his way of words. He's an adult, for Christ's sake. Real classy. They ended it. Real classy. I love that. And Jason Dominguez, his actual, the, the, that's the at name. And then above it says, Gary Sanchez Stan. I guess that means fan. Or And then it has the, uh, the octopus, the Kraken thing. And then, this is always, always my favorite, has the record in there. Because you got to update the record every time. Just to let people know, in case they didn't know, from your Gary Sanchez uh, avatar, your account name that says Gary Sanchez Stan, and the at that says Jason is coming, you put the record in there. You're a fan. 73 and 39. Suck it, non-fan. I just said, y- you have the record in your profile. You don't get to speak. That's, that's, uh... And then I realized uh, at the same time that uh, I think I was arguing with this person had like, you know, 29 followers. And I'm just like, what am, what am I doing? What am I doing? How many do they have? 29. Oh, how good am I? I mean, I, I'm, I'm hitting on all cylinders here. Uh, but this team, I still don't like the bullpen. It's uh, very frightening. I don't like, Fre- uh, excuse me, uh, Freudian slip there. I don't like uh, Chapman. He frightens me. And that's without the shotgun. I, I, sometimes he's lights out, like he's shooting a light out with a shotgun, and sometimes he is, uh, you know, he's all over the place, like the six bullets that sprayed all over his garage. I don't, I, I, I don't have any faith in him. I don't have a. Where's Batansis? Well, I, I say that, and he's there's another guy who was they're relievers. That I think that's what we all have to like take a step back from sometimes, and we've gotten so spoiled with Mariano Rivera that relievers are starters that were not good. You know what I mean? They have to put them there. That's where they are. They were not good enough to be starters. They Even Mariano, he was shitty as a starter. You can't trust them the way you did Mariano Rivera. Whew. But, I, I mean, we're in this weird spot now where I'm not going to say the Yankees have the AL East wrapped up. But, I mean, hey, they're looking pretty damn good. I mean, Red Sox are way, way in the back. They they have not even gotten the on-ramp yet. And the Yankees are flying through. And, boy, that was terrible. And the uh, Rays are what? Excuse me. Nine games back. Always nine. It's all, it's it's amazing. Always nine. And we're here in August. So, think what you want here. But, I mean, all you can really do is hope, hope, hope. But no playoffs come. I'm scared. I'm afraid. I'm really scared. I'm afraid. You said that. When the Yankees are, you know, I don't, I for as much uh, as I have... Uh, glorified the baseball Jesus known as Mike Talkman. I don't see him hitting two home runs off of uh, Justin Verlander. I don't see any of these guys killing Zach Granke. You know, even Wade Miley, you know, they have a team there. Garrett Cole. Those arms are going to shut people down. And, uh, man, oh man, I see. I don't, I, I, 
it's just one of those things you're going to have to wait. Like, I'm not going to go on Twitter and act like the world is ending after every pitch. Like, some of these people that have existed since April. How can you enjoy sports watching a game like that? Ah, oh, forget this. This team stinks. Blah. Listen, I can understand frustration. But when you go to Twitter and you actually type out the words and then press send and then continue to do it and continue to have conversations with people to continue to defend your asinine point, you got issues. I probably suggest maybe a cooking class. The Yankees are too much for you. It's Baseball is too much for you. I'm sorry. Do something, you know? Like Francesca says, go help an old lady across the street. Do something. You know, stamp collection, TV guides, whatever it might be. It's too much for you. But, ooh, players weekend soon. I can't wait to, I, I love, I love when they wear the shirts. <laughs> Those are a lot of fun. Oh, God, kill me. Uh, but yeah, the Red Sox look like shit, huh? So that's good. <laughs> that's good. So we're drinking a Pacifico, like I said. Um, still a uh, craft beer fan. I just made some beer the other day, sitting in the bathroom. And uh, the yeast is really doing its work. I pitched the yeast, as they say in the beer business. <laughs> I know. I really am, know very little. And uh, I'm drinking a Pacifico here because these hot days, man, I'm not going to try to bloat myself with an IPA. I want a nice, cheap Pilsner, all right? It is a Pilsner, right? Do they really import Pacifico all the way from Mexico? Which, you know, it means it's, I like it. It's, it's, it's a good, it's like a Corona, but more body with it. It's, it's a good, it's a good sipping beer. Uh, so what else happened in the world, huh? We got the, uh, we got the debates going, which, I mean, if you're, uh, if you're Donald Trump, who is vermin, if you're Donald Trump, just put your, put your feet up. And I know he can't do it. He, he can't contain himself, but, uh. Basically, I mean, should they just do the, the inauguration? Uh, I mean, should they just do it tomorrow? I mean, the, these Democrats are terrible. They're trying to outwoke one another. It's just, everything is racist, 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 gay, gay, racist, racist. Here's the thing. There's a civil war in the Democratic Party right now. And you have a old guard. I mean, and what I mean by that, you know, guys like Joe Biden. But I mean, also the voters. You have Joe Biden and the voters who are used to the, yay, we're here for unions. We're here for equal rights, blue collar guys. And then you have this new woke party who doesn't want, isn't about that. They're more about as crazy as you can possibly be. And I'll tell you, eventually they will be the majority. But what's going to happen, and I told you this a long time ago, that you're going to have, Joe Biden is going to be the primary person. And you're going to have the Alexander Ocasio-Cortezes and the, 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 the Talibs and all these and the Omars. And they're going to rip him. And they're going to divide. And people are going to hate. And people are going to think they're so freaking edgy by voting for Bernie or whoever they're right in or whoever slay queen it might be. And Trump is going to laugh at all of them and have another four years. I mean, it's exactly what it is. Because these idiot Democrats – and I'll say, I sound, what is, it sounds like a Rush Limbaugh show all of a sudden. These, these idiot Democrats – this is the problem. They look at Twitter and they see these 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 lunatics, these checkmark Luke Luke, these checkmark woke lunatics, and they think that society acts like all of them, and all of their crazy theories are just like them. When in reality, twenty two percent of the public is actually on Twitter, and eighty percent of the content on Twitter is from the top ten percent of users. But they think that's real life. So they just mimic and parrot that garbage and sound like idiots. Nothing. So the other 80% of the public 
or voting public, I should say, does not relate to whatever garbage you are spewing out. You sound like a lunatic. Like, like here's an example. Donald Trump called out Baltimore uh, and uh, Elijah Cummings. Now, what Trump did was incredibly inappropriate. It was unprofessional. Because at a certain point, it's not like, well, I'm not going to say Baltimore's troubles began November 9th, 2016. But you are the president, too. You oversee the city of Baltimore. Like, if you are that concerned about the issues there and the problems, maybe you should be meeting with leadership there. But Baltimore's a dump, people. (laughs) This breaking news, Fox News alert, Baltimore's a dump. And seeing politicians and seeing the woke brigade try to twist in a pretzel to defend Baltimore as if it's some sort of, you know, Rodeo Drive. They made a goddamn show about it. It's called The Wire. And what is the most common thing, the common praise you heard about The Wire? Oh, it's so realistic. Oh, it's so realistic. Well, it paints Baltimore as a shithole. But because Trump said it, we have to play this game. Oh, you can't say that about Baltimore. No, 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 no. It's a beautiful place. When are you going? Never. But I, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? And then, and then he says, and then, you know, you can see Trump was on a, uh, on a roll, too, because then a few days later, he started talking about what a piece of garbage Al Sharpton is, which he is. And uh, I think as people got into him, they're like, you know, let's, let's stay away from the race. Because in the tweet, he said, hates whites. It's just like, okay, okay, Trump, you, you're already on the line or over the line with a lot of people. So let's, let's cool it, though. But then you see this pandering loser in Elizabeth Warren sing the praises. I mean, not even bouquets, but bushels of roses thrown at a disgusting human being in Al Sharpton. A person who enjoys keeping people down for his own personal profit. And I don't mean, uh, I don't mean Jesus or, or Muhammad or any of that. I mean profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. His wallet. His big fat wallet. So I was going to say, well, I don't want to, not much is fat about him any now, anymore. He looks like a uh, prepubescent boy. But, uh, God. It's, it, I'm glad Kamala Harris got called out by the, uh, the uh, what's her name? Thule? Thule? Kamala Harris is a fraud. She she and uh, Beto, they just stick their... They, they do the old Jimmy Traina special. They stick their finger in the wind, in the wind and uh, stick their finger in the air and see which way the wind's blown. And that's what they're going to go with. And if they don't know, eh, they'll get back to you. <laughs> I heard uh, John and Susan uh, on Jimmy Traina's podcast, the SI Media Podcast. And um, eh, interesting to listen to. They, they didn't seem like they were... They were a little... I wouldn't say standoffish is the it's the right word, but they're just like, yeah, we're not going to answer that question. Or Jimmy's like, you know, and I and I've asked these dumb questions to guests too before, like, oh, what's your favorite moment? She's like, oh god, I cringe when I think about that. I had to ask all those dumb questions. Hey, hey, what what about this? Uh, and they're just like, yeah, we don't have favorite moment. That's a silly question. And he's just like, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, I I just. I'm kind of trumped out at this point. You know, he, I, I sincerely think, and he doesn't know what to do with this gun shit. Because um, Trump, well, Trump's a narcissist, obviously. Trump, I, and I, I, I'm not even going to get all that shit. But uh, he, I don't think he wants to deal with big time issues. I think stuff that he likes to deal with issues where he's involved, he insults the other person, the other person come back, comes back groveling, he makes the deal, everyone's happy, Trump is elevated a little higher. 
So this idea, I don't think he, ha- he has any interest in going to war with Iran. I don't think he knows what to do with this gun stuff because it's bigger than him and he's not involved. Uh, you got you got him and Biden. One of those people will be the president in 2020 and these fucking idiots don't even know where these shootings took place the other day. Both of them. You know, Trump's like, yeah, in, uh, in uh, Toledo and Biden's like, oh, hold on one second. I can do you one better. How about uh, Michigan and <laughs> Michigan and uh, Brian, you're just terrible as them. Michigan and Houston. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're all on the same page there. Good God almighty. Uh, let's see. What else? What, what, what else has been going on? It's been such a long gap since I've seen you. Please mind the gap. I have not talked to everyone in a while. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say. No, I got other things to say. What am I talking about? Uh, so yeah, I went to Las Vegas last week and if you've ever been to Las Vegas, don't, uh, ever go back. Or if uh, you've never been, I guess I should say, don't ever go. I hate Las Vegas. And a lot of you already know this. I went for a wedding. It's, it's, I took Frontier, which again is like Spirit. I could bitch him on that it was delayed an hour, but big deal, whatever. It's only an hour and a half flight, whatever. Boy, Nevada is, uh, this isn't, this shouldn't be breaking news, but boy, there's not a lot going on there. There's just desert. They're just, no, I like, when, especially on these low flights, uh, these low flights, these, these, uh, quicker flights, you're a lot of times lower to the ground. So I just peek my head out there, like, you know, just a daydreamer. I don't know. But Vegas is, uh, I find none of it appealing. You know, I, all these pools and I, I, there was a lazy river in our pool, in our pool. There was a lazy river in our pool. How'd that work out? Lazy river in our hotel. And I was kind of like, oh, cool. All right. I won't have to be around a bunch of people. I can just, uh, you know, just drink heavily and pass out in the 115 degree, you know, uh, sun and wake up uh, looking uh, as red as the Christmas. Stop, stop with the analogies. But, uh. I get there and it is just is polluted with douchebags. It's terrible. It is everywhere. And you can't get out of the out of the hotel, which I stay at the MGM Signature, which then leads into the MGM Grand. I mean, you really – to get to like the street there, to get to the strip through the hotel – I mean, it's basically three miles. I mean, I, I certainly I certainly got my exercise just walking. It, it was insane. <laughs> but all the, the people that – first of all, let's talk about insanity. The – it is so expensive there. Everything is expensive. It's Starbucks and there's $7 water. And not that I need Starbucks, but I'm just saying the coffee in, in our hotel. Listen, I married a wife. I married a woman from Puerto Rico and she's gotten me addicted to rich, good, strong coffee. Everything else is kind of, uh, it's kind of like the ALEs now. It's not really even close. It's, it's really a step back. So the hotel coffee was shitty. Go to Starbucks. But just seeing that there and, and just, you know, going to get suntan lotion because you need it there. And I know that for whatever reason, I, and I grew up this way too. It's just like, oh, I'm not wearing suntan lotion. Oh God, please. Like, like you're a little girl or something. It's like, ah, at this point I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't like skin cancer. That's not really a fan of it. But before it was just like, oh, what are you gay? And that's gay in the sense, you know, before gay. Eminem explained this. I don't need to really rehash it, do I? But, uh, you know, $15 for a small bottle. <laughs> Everything about that city sucks, and I hate it. But just the people, too. Just, it's a big, fat, sad... I should have known, and and again, I've been there before, but the clientele on my Frontier airline, it was, you know, a lot of embarrassingly bad tattoos, a lot of exposed skin that's really... 
really unnecessary. The world does not need to see that. Please keep that behind closed doors. And, uh, you know, just a overall, just a uh, low class attitude. And, uh, and if you've ever met me, I'm pretty high class. So actually I'm pretty low class. I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm middle class. That's all you are. You're ordinary. You're nothing, Brian. You're not special. You're not. My parents always told me that not special. Uh, but where am I going with this? Uh, but the people in Las Vegas, just your normal fat American and international. There's plenty of people from other countries just taking up space, just disgusting. I am more than happy on a little dive bar in the woods or on the beach with five people in it while we tell war stories about stuff that probably never fucking happened. I am more comfortable in that than Walking up and down the strip in Las Vegas with people with their yard glasses of whatever booze. Well, they stop and they're sweating and everyone stinks. And, oh, let's go to the Venetian and, and, and see these boats like it's Venice. It's like, no, no, that, that doesn't do anything for me. Like I hear people say, oh, it's, it's Disney World for adults. It's like, yeah, Disney World's for children. I'm not interested in that. I'm not a big gambler either. Like if you're a gambler, obviously it's, it's, it's heaven, but. I would gamble on sports. And what was I going to do? Go gamble on baseball? I, I will admit, I actually gambled on, I, I'd never seen this before. They they have the, the horses, and the, not actual real horses, but like this little machine. And they're just uh, actual uh, horses. Um, what What is this? My wife is sending me text message. It says brain. As in Brian? What does that mean? Hold on. I got to find out what this means. I thought, okay, so I looked at this. I thought it was, uh, if you have the name Brian, you know that your name is commonly misspelled as brain. And she just sent me a text message that says brain with a skull and crossbones. And obviously on Twitter, that means something hysterical happened. There were no crying face, but just skull and crossbones. I just put a question mark and she said poison, brain poison, teenage vaping, just irrational behavior. And Maybe I'm not around enough teenagers. Is this happening in the sense that these kids are vaping, which I can imagine is not good for you. Like, I get that. Uh, but are they, like, really, like, just throwing things and having outbursts and just being maniacal and crazy? Like, is that something that happens? Please inform me. Educate me, people. Have you listened to the last 33 minutes of this podcast? I don't know my ass or my elbow. Um, I lost my train of thought already. Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, so Las Vegas, man. I I drank enough. Did really eat a lot, which is very unhealthy as well. It worked out every day, but yeah, I went for a wedding and a uh, small reception. People weren't really drinking. There's an open bar and oh, yeah, I, I did some damage on that. And that, again, I wanted to take it slow in a sense while still doing damage, if that makes sense. So you're going to get to the low alcohol beer. So I just drank Coronas, which is very unlike me. Christ, I must have had about 10 Coronas in that reception. And uh, I think they were out of Coronas. But you know when you're a complete drunk loser? When you go up to the, uh, the, the, the open bar in the beginning and say, here's a $10 bill. These are for the tips for the night. And she, I just say, here's a 10. It's, it's open bar. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be back. Oh, you're so cool, Brian. Oh, wow. Not, you know, early alcoholism. Very cool. Uh, but I was very happy to get out of Las Vegas. It's just, it's just a terrible, terrible place. I don't get it. I just don't, don't get it. And it's so hot. Granted, I did go in the middle of, you know, middle of summer, so that, that probably might have something to do with it, but 
Everything's a scam. Every everything is nothing is what it is supposed to be. It's just like, oh, cool, twenty five cent beers. Let's go in. Yeah, twenty five cent beers. When you play five hours on that slot machine and then buy a steak dinner for forty, it just everything is just a scam. It's a lie. It's like Jimmy the Scumbag from Simpsons. I never would have suspected Jimmy the Scumbag, but he did it. All right, so let's end this podcast. Um, I just watched a documentary. I had a dentist appointment today. I took the rest of the day off. I think that might be my new thing. Like I always try to get a doctor's appointments or dentist appointments. Uh, like as early as possible or as late as possible, which most people do at 1230 today, you know, then at that point, it's like, you know, if you got a good supervisor and just be like, Hey, I don't really need to come back. Do I? So yeah, the old, uh, four and a half hour dentist appointment, uh, sick time from work. Bada boom, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. There we go. So I had some free time today and I know this, uh, I think this documentary has been out for a little bit. I think it was on Amazon uh, prime before, but now it's on Netflix. And let me just look up the name again. I'm pretty sure it's called Screwball, which is, uh, yes, Screwball movie, right? Yes. So Screwball is a documentary about biogenesis, Anthony Bosch, A-Rod, the whole deal, MLB. And uh, it's it's kind of, it's it's very interesting. A lot of it I forgot. I mean, I if you listen to this podcast, you know I have not forget how, forgotten how much of a scumbag Alex Rodriguez is. Yes. I think I lead the charge in Yankee fans of how much of a dirtbag, pathological liar, and uh, just a bad person Alex Rodriguez is. I know everyone is fooled now uh, for whatever reason because they want to I, – I, I don't understand this hypnotic, you know, just – wool that's been thrown over everyone's eyes by Alex Rodriguez as if he's this great guy. He's a piece of shit. He's a bad, bad person. Oh, the God of the goat. No, no, no. He's a terrible human being. And if you don't like it, go to hell. If you're a new listener, just please stay. Don't, don't go to hell. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's actually interesting in the sense it's from the same documenteur as uh, Cocaine Cowboys, if you've watched that. It's interesting in the sense that they, they play out that, you know, they have the, 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 the you know, interviews with people and, um, they, you know, to, to go along to give you the information. But the actual, like, story itself is played out by kids as adults. It's almost like a little puppet show. In a sense. Well, not a puppet show. They're humans, Brian. But uh, it's, 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 it's good. And, uh, you for, again, you forget how much of a piece of just excrement. Alex Rodriguez is. I mean, listen, and MLB is right there with him. I mean, I would expect that out of a heartless corporation. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're they're going to, you know, Grandma Susie's every Wednesday to give her nice little daisies and tulips. They're terrible as well. I mean, they, they you know, free, freely, willy, freely, and free, and they admitted to and what, what are the words I'm trying to say? I'm trying to sound like a lawyer here, but uh, free and willingly bought stolen information from basic just criminals for Alex Rodriguez. And if Mike Francesa told somebody, he said, they bought money, they paid in cash, who does that? Da, 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 da. Yes, I know, Mike. I know, I know. And, it, and, it, and Francesa is on, well, his face isn't on, but his, his voice is on the actual documentary because Fr- Mike, uh, excuse me, Rodriguez flips out because, you know, he's being asked questions uh, about how much of a scumbag he is. He doesn't like it. And what does he do? And MLB headquarters, and what does he do? He gets in his van, he runs to Mike, and Mike just opens the floor for him, asks him the questions. Oh, hey, Rod, hey, Rod, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Just just tell me all the info. It's so I shouldn't do one inning. That man from Milwaukee... Do you remember? Do you remember? Let's play a little of that. Just, just, just a little bit. Well, first, this is my favorite. Jim, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Doing well. How are you? All right. And obviously, a Rod, welcome. How are you? I've been better. Uh, hi, this is great. All right, so. <laughs> I've been better. <laughs> this is great. Okay. <laughs>
the man from Milwaukee yeah, that there it is. Uh, put this suspension on me with, with not one bit of evidence, not one. something I didn't do. Well, lots of evidence. Bro. And he doesn't have the courage to come look at me in the eye and tell me this is why I did 211. I shouldn't serve one inning. And this guy should come to my to our city. I know he doesn't like New York. Oh, hey, Ron, you're, you're New York's finest. I love being a Yankee. My daughters grew up in New York. Yep. Right. And for this guy, right. the embarrassment that he's put me and my family through, and he doesn't have the courage to come see me and tell me this is why I'm going to destroy your career. Alex Rodriguez. And I have to explain this to my daughters every day. Oh, God. Just, 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 just shut up. Just, he has to explain to his daughters why he's a scumbag. A-Rod, you got caught. The information was caught. It, boy, I, and I've done this to death on this podcast. I don't know why I'm going down this road again. But, oh, the, the, the documentary. But the information was was obtained in a nefarious way. That doesn't make you any more innocent, you piece of crap. <laughs> All right, Brian, we got it. You don't like Alex Rodriguez. Well, you know, let's end it here. Uh, and I will say that. I enjoy being back. It's great to talk to all of you. If you enjoyed the podcast, hey, why don't you subscribe? Why don't you leave a review? And you can do that on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. I don't know if you can leave all the reviews there. iTunes used to have 50-something reviews. Now it's only like 11 or so. But uh, I encourage reviews, only five-star ones. And if they're not glowing and talking about how wonderful I am, I prefer hypothetical, not hypothetical, but made-up stories that make me look I used the word angelic before, possibly angelic. I really prefer those stories. Maybe me inserted in some sort of historical events where I look like the victor. I love those. I really do. So I encourage those. So listen, listen to the podcast. Then you can uh, follow me on Twitter at BrianBuff13 and at RedTicketBlues. I wonder if this will obtain one listener. You know what? I don't really care. It's good to do this again. It's good to, to vent, to, to talk to the people, to talk to the masses. And uh, I, like the Pope, will then walk back into the Vatican now. And uh, I will address the uh, peons and peasants later. So, uh, love all you. With all that being said,
knocking at my front door. Girl, take it easy. Well, I woke up this morning to your bang, bang, banging at my front door. Girl, take it easy. Cause my head was hammering, hammering. 